Welcome to Animals to the Max. I'm your host, Corbin Maxey. This show is about animals and the people who dedicate their lives to them. And welcome everybody to another exciting, this is going to be a good one, exciting edition of Animals to the Max. I am your host, Corbin Maxey. As always, thank you so much for listening to the show. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome Welcome to the podcast. Now, for those of you who do listen to the show, you'll know that every week on Monday, I release a new episode, and it's usually about an animal, of course, and usually I highlight an expert or someone in that field working with the animal. We kind of go over their career and all that type of fun stuff. But this week's episode is going to be a little different, and this happens sometimes when we get breaking animal news or there's stuff that goes viral in the world and especially with animals and you know when I work with animals and having an online presence people will message me and tag me in videos and comments and then ask my input on certain stories so recently a few days ago there was something I believe it actually started on Twitter where a viral video went out of a veterinarian team pulling an entire beach towel out of a python and at first, I was tagged on Twitter, and I was like, wait, what? Wait, 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 what? Hold on, double take. A beach towel? Like, how did this happen? And then it started getting circulated on Facebook, and everybody and their mother was tagging me in this video. Some of you even sent me private messages and said, hey, why would a python swallow a beach towel? Is this normal? Can you, know, can you put your two cents in on it? And I was like, oh, wow, this would be a great podcast topic. So we are going to discuss that today, this breaking animal news story. And by the way, if you have not heard about this, I will provide the links in the show notes so you can watch the video. It is really incredible. Make sure you watch it uh, till the very end, but it's just, man, it's just it's just a crazy video. So I'm gonna give my take on why I think a python swallowed a beach towel. I'm also going to talk to you all a little bit about how pythons swallow their prey. Like, how do they swallow such big items? And a lot of people think that pythons and boas dislocate their jaws when they swallow their prey. And you're actually going to find out that is 100% false. Okay, so I'm going to go into detail. Stay tuned, but let's just talk about this story right now, okay? So here's the facts. I tried to look at, you know, all the sources. I'm gonna go with, I think my my sources are kind of with the BBC. They're pretty reputable. But basically, this story takes place in Sydney, Australia, where a vet team <laughs> received a call from a pet python owner that was really concerned because their pet python, Monty, had eaten a beach towel. Now, it's good to know that this is a captive animal, which I assumed, because I'm wondering, there's no way a wild animal would see a beach towel and be like, ooh, lunch. So this is a captive animal. She is a jungle carpet python. The report says she's 18 years old. And for those of you who are unaware, jungle uh, carpet pythons are beautiful, beautiful snakes. They are very common in the pet trade, uh, naturally found in the northwestern parts of Australia in Queensland, but beautiful patterns, kind of patterns like a carpet. That's why they're called the jungle carpet python. They get fairly big. They'll get to be around like five to seven feet long, but they're, they're beautiful snakes. That's kind of why they're kept in the hobby. And so anyway, so she's 18 years old. She was a pet python and it was taken to the clinic of Dr. Olivia Clark and her vet team. So they noticed, obviously the owners noticed that the python had eaten a towel. They contacted the vet team and the vet team decided to go in. 
Now, this is something that's very, very unusual. Dr. Olivia Clark had an interview with the BBC and, you know, obviously said she had never seen anything like it. It is usual, though, for, you know, pets to consume, you know, unusual items, you know, dogs, cats, whatever. But a python swallowing a whole beach towel, it's completely unheard of. So let me just kind of go into my thoughts. Like, why would a python eat a beach towel? So here's a couple theories, because I tried to find out or I, I actually tried to look and see, like, did the owners explain how this happened or like what what was the situation? So as of now, I haven't found and I'm recording this on Monday, March 2nd. I have not found any articles where the owners explained how this happened. So here are my theories. My first theory was, was this a towel possibly that smelled like a mammal, a pet, perhaps a dog or a cat? Was this a towel used to dry off maybe a pet after a bath? Was it something that, you know, kind of stimulated this snake to be like, oh, wow, this is something that might be food. Snakes have an excellent sense of smell, and that's actually their best sense. They don't have very good eyesight. They have no external ears. They can kind of pick up vibrations, but they, they don't have any external ears. So they can't hear, you know, they, they, they can't hear very well at all. So their sense of smell is their best sense. So did it, you know, pick up a scent of another animal and think, wow, this could be something, you know, really good. I'm a little confused because this is not natural. And I'm going to be honest, my first thought was like, well, maybe maybe did the owners have a towel in the enclosure as some type of like substrate? Like instead of maybe using newspaper, was this beach towel used as like the bedding on the floor of the python enclosure? And perhaps did the owners feed this snake on the towel? And then unfortunately, the snake accidentally ate the towel along with eating its prey item. But then I found out that the towel was rolled up. So I'm assuming that the towel was not in the enclosure, that it was just out and about. I'm also assuming, I, I guess I'm assuming these people were letting their snake roam in their home. If this was a rolled up beach towel, I just, you know, being a snake owner, I can't imagine just having a rolled up beach towel inside of their enclosure. So I'm going to say the snake was kind of roaming, maybe exploring, which it is something we do. We do let our snakes explore, not in our house, we have a special animal house where my snakes explore, but I get it. Some people have their pet snakes. They want to let them explore. It's great enrichment. I know some of you listening might be like, wait, what? This is like the weirdest thing I've heard. But if you're a reptile person, you know, this isn't too, too strange. So I'm wondering if, you know, possibly it smelled like a prey item. I'm really, really confused though, because, you know, obviously the towel wasn't moving, so it wasn't stimulated by movement. Uh, you know, snakes, they also have, pythons have heat sensing pits. So they're able to detect heat and that's how they find their prey. So I'm a little confused. I mean, was the towel warm? Maybe was it sitting in the sun? Was it a rolled up beach towel sitting in the sun that maybe smelled like a cat or a dog and the snake was roaming and thought, wow, this is something I want to eat. This is a really strange story, but you know what? Strange things happen. I mean, <laughs> strange things happen. So those are my theories, my thoughts on maybe, you know, possibly what happened. It might have it smelled like a pet, a dog or a cat. Uh, it was possibly warm. Maybe it was sitting out in the sun and the snake thought, wow, this is something good to eat. I just, I've never heard of anything like this. And as, you know, listening to the BBC interview, the veterinarian had never heard of anything like this either. It was very, like, very, very unusual. Okay, so those are my thoughts on possibly what happened. Now, how did they extract the towel. 
So here we go. So Dr. Olivia Clark, she said this in her own words, and I'll kind of sum up what she said. But basically, when they when the owner, the owner's name was Daniel, brought the snake into the vet clinic, they noticed, of course, that one third of Monty, the jungle carpet's python, was completely like full of something. Obviously, it was a towel. So they first and foremost anesthetized Monty, but they kind of numbed out everything, which is awesome because there's no way in a million years you would be able to do this to a living, I mean, to a conscious living snake. It would just go nuts. So they used forceps, obviously, uh, long enough forceps to try to locate the towel. They then used a long, flexible endoscope, which is like a tube with a camera on the end. So they used this endoscope to go through her gastrointestinal tract down to the stomach. So then they were able to kind of see where the towel was. They then used the extremely long forceps to gently grab the towel now the video i think it's around what like a minute and a half um you know dr olivia clark actually says this in the bbc interview it actually took them around a half an hour to remove the towel so it happened a lot longer than the video um than the video made it out to be the video like i said i think it was like a minute and a half i think two minutes at most and it looked like it just happened all of a sudden and no it actually took around a half an hour and I was reading through some of the comments because the video, of course, went viral on social media. That's how everyone found out about it. A lot of people were like, oh, you you move the towel too fast or, oh, you don't know what you're doing. I am so tired of naysayers and people having negative comments and just, you know what I mean? This gal is a complete professional. The snake was fine and she had a team behind her. And I, I'm so tired of people having their two cents and being like, oh, I would have done this or I would have done this. No, you know, I'm happy she was there to save the snake. They removed the towel the best way they could. You know why? They got the towel out of there. It didn't have any damage to Monty. And we'll find out Daniel, the owner, has since reported that Monty the Python is doing great. She has eaten a full meal. She's completely fine. She made a full recovery. So for all of you who sit online and you're little online trolls and you're trying to get a rile out of people, just stop it. Just leave it alone. I'm sorry, guys. I've had a similar experience with someone trying to tell me what to do on, on one of my comments. And it's like, just stop. <laughs> stop being a troll. Uh, anyway, so she did a great job. And... I, you know, I think it's so cool that people were so concerned about the snake. And I think that's great that it did make, you know, headline news. You know, snakes aren't, you know, always people's favorite animal. A lot of people are terrified of them. A lot of people hate snakes, but you'll actually see a lot of people were concerned and they were, you know, of this snake and they were so happy the beach towel was removed. So that is how they did it. They, uh, once again, she made a full recovery and that was thanks to Dr. Olivia Clark and her vet team. And this story, uh, comes out of Sydney, Australia. Now let's talk a little bit about how snakes like boas and pythons can eat things, um, you know, really, you know, like 10 times their size. I mean, they actively swallow things 75 to hundred percent of their size. And so let's just talk about how they do that because a common misconception, and I remember learning this as a kid too, is like, oh, snakes dislocate their jaws or snakes unhinge their jaws. And it's a common thing. When I do my educational shows, when I do my live appearances, a lot of people are like, oh, they just dislocate their jaws. In fact, that is completely false. So let's kind of step-by-step go through how an animal like a python can swallow something, you know, big pythons can swallow something the size of an antelope, uh, a monkey, uh, a, you know, a, a deer. Um, there are some instances, and this is super, super rare, of some large snakes like reticulated pythons in Southeast Asia eating humans. And this is, once again, it's rare. But how does a snake like this eat a human? Or how does it eat a deer. So snakes, once again, cannot unhinge or dislocate their jaws. 
Snakes do not have a chin bone like us, so the jaws aren't connected the ways ours are. So there's really nothing to dislocate for the snake. Instead, the snake has really, really, really stretchy ligaments that determine how wide the mouth can open. Now let's go kind of more into this. So the lower jaws and the upper jaws, they're extremely flexible, right? But they can move independently. The snake will actually walk its prey item into its throat. So they'll use their teeth and they'll use each side, they'll use their teeth to hold on to the prey and they'll take turns on each side of walking their jaw over the prey item. And once again, there it's extremely streamy, stretchy ligaments that are able to do this with their jaws and they're able to swallow large prey items. Now, I hope that made sense. I'll kind of go over that one more time. So snakes, they aren't able to unhinge their jaws. Their jaws are extremely flexible. They have ligaments, so stretchy ligaments, and the jaws are able to move independently. So the upper and lowers, they move independently. And so they're able to walk their jaws over their prey. Now, this might be confusing. So what I've done is I'm going to um, attach a link in the show notes of a YouTube video I found, which I thought was so good. It explained this in great detail and it, it was just visual for all of you who need a visual. Um, it, it really, really helps out. So I will include that in the show notes, but snakes, they basically just have flexible jaw bones and they're able to move those independently to walk their prey over large items. And that is how a snake like a, like this carpet Python swallowed a rolled up beach towel. That is how big snakes are able to swallow large prey items in the wild. Okay, I hope you enjoyed this special edition episode of Animals to the Max. As always, if you enjoyed the show, please make sure to tell a friend, share the episode uh, with, you know, possibly other people who, you know, love animals, want to learn more, share the episode. Also, uh, please rate and review on whatever podcasting platform you have, uh, you've decided to listen to the show on. I know a lot of you use iTunes. iTunes, if you leave a comment or, excuse me, <laughs> a review, it really helps it out. It helps the algorithm show the Animals to the Max podcast to more people who want to learn about animals. And so I encourage you to do that. Also, so if you are new to the show and you want to learn more about animals, check out previous episodes. We have over 111 episodes of great content, great guest interviews, great animal features. I promise you're going to love it. And it's a great way to kill time if you're trying, you know, have, have a commute to work. You're trying to drown out your kids. You're cleaning the house. Put the podcast on, even even in front of the kids. Some of the episodes, well, most of the episodes, ninety nine point nine percent of the episodes are kids for, are kid friendly, minus the keeper chat episode, which you guys can discover for yourself, which is a fun episode, but that is adults only. But yeah, so check it out. Uh, once again, thank you so much, and also make sure to follow me on my social channels at Corbin Maxi on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. We uh, love all your comments and your suggestions and stay tuned for next week because next week's episode, you guys ready for it? We're going to be talking about penguins. Penguins to the max with the penguin lady. I loved this episode. I love penguins and apparently people do because they're one of the most searched animals on my website. So we're going to talk about penguins next week. Make sure to subscribe. You'll be the first to know. Once again, thank you all so much for listening to the show. We'll talk to you next time. 
Thanks for listening to the Animals to the Max podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with friends and family. Also, if you haven't already, hit the subscribe button. It really helps me out. As always, if you have any guest suggestions, if you want to email me personally, head on over to CorbinMaxi.com. And if you haven't already, check out our social channels. You can follow me at CorbinMaxi on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We'll talk to you next time.